Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And I'm Mike Tucker. So, Mike, you say that a friend of yours knew the outcome of a game and took advantage of that? He did indeed. In fact, it was kind of a questionable outcome that he chose for this. Um, A group of friends of mine went off on a kind of a guy's retreat, and we went out in the woods, had a lodge there. Someone brought a television, and they turned it on, and a game was playing. Now, one of our guys did not keep up with sports, and he didn't realize that the game had been played the week before. This was a replay of the game. <laughs> he the, thought it was live. He thought it was live. The rest of us knew that this was a replay of a game. And one of my buddies decided to take advantage of him because he was he's rather mischievous, and so he placed a bet with him on the game. <laughs> he already knew the outcome. That's right. Now, you know, the friend who was ignorant of this, his team was ahead, and he was just so happy he was going to win, but he didn't realize it at the last minute the other team comes back and wins. And I walk in and see this going on, and my buddy looks at me and, and puts his finger <laughs> over his lips as to say, shush, don't tell him any different. I've got this going for me. So he basically cheated. He knew the outcome of the game because it had already been played. It's, it's, that's a funny story, Mike. Uh, today we continue with our mini-series, uh, Unquestionables. We told you that in the midst of, of all this um, uncertainty that we have with politics, economy, and all that, uh, it would be great to have some assurances that we don't have to question, and we're doing five unquestionables, and we're using one mini-biography of the Bible for each one of them. Yesterday, we talked about God delights in me. Never, never question that God That's delights right. in we, you. and we use Solomon's story for that, and today we're going to talk about a man named Joshua. And the second unquestionable for today is God has a plan for me, and it is a successful plan. So, the unquestionable is, does God have a plan for me? Yes, absolutely, He has a plan for you. Never question that again. And today we're going to talk about when God gave uh, His plan uh, to the people of Israel, and not everybody believed that God actually had a plan. No, God had told them, I have a land for you. It is a land flowing with milk and honey. I'm going to give this land to you. And so... um, you know, just come on in and trust me, I'm going to give it to you. But, you know, they were they had some questions, and so they decided to choose some spies to go in and take a look at the land before they tried to take it. And in the book of Numbers, chapter 13, on the first verse, we get the plan, um, actually in the second verse. And God says uh, to Moses, send out for yourself men so that they may spy out the land of Canaan. This is right after they left Egypt. Yeah. And he says, I am going to give the sons of Israel this land. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. So he says the plan. He already knows the outcome from the beginning. Yeah, the game has already been played in my mind as <laughs> yes, far as God yes. is concerned. He yes. says, the game has been played, and I know who's going to win. Trust me, because put put your money on this one. This is a, a sure winner. Yes. But they didn't trust him. Yeah, so, so, so <laughs> you know, they, they, they got a little scared, and we're going to see that story in a moment. But what most Moses does, he says, okay, this is a done deal, but we're still going to send the spies just yeah. to decide how we're going to do this. Sure. So, he takes one person per um, per tribe, and there is a tribe, the tribe of Ephraim in verse 8. So, we're in Numbers 13, verse 8. And from the tribe of Ephraim, Hosea, the son of Nun. Is the man that is chosen that, from that particular tribe? But nobody knows this Hosea. Have you ever heard mm. of Hosea before? Well, n- not yeah, I have because I've read the story. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, fine. You know, but we know him by Ruin a different name. <laughs> we know him by a different name, though, don't we? Yes, actually, the different name is given to us in verse sixteen. 
Do you want to read it? Verse, no, I don't have it. You got it. Okay. Numbers chapter 13, verse 16 says, These are the names of the men who Moses sent to spy out the land. But Moses called Hoshea, the son of Nun, Joshua. Joshua. So Moses changes the name of Hoshea. Mm-hmm. who was of the tribe of, of Ephraim, he says, oh, you, uh, all you 11 can keep the names. You, yeah, Hosea, I'm come cha- over. I'm changing your name. I'm sorry, I don't like your name. I'm yes. going to change it. And it's very interesting because it becomes prophetic because the name Joshua uh, actually be- means the Lord saves. Yes. It is the salvation same is from the Lord. Yeah, it is the same name as, as Jesus. Uh, it means salvation is of the Lord. And so this is what he's got is his name. He is so certain of God's plan that God is going to deliver his people and give this land into their hands. I I guess that Moses saw that faith in this man. Yes, I guess so. And, and, and so he gave him the name. Actually, it's very interesting because uh, the spies go, they spend uh, 40 days because, you know, 40 days in the Bible always is, is a very interesting period of, of testing to see if you're going to mm-hmm. uh, trust that the Lord will deliver you. It's a you. very significant time a span of 40. And so in verse 25, it says that they returned from spying the land at the end of the 40 days. And... Um, Ten of them did not believe God's plan. Yeah, ten of them said, we are in trouble, guys. Yes. This is never going to work. We are toast here, and we're going we're gonna to get creamed. Yeah, it's very interesting to me how God already tells them the plan. He says, this is going to happen no matter what. Uh, and ten of them question. What, yeah. the, the, what we're trying to help uh, all of us uh, remember is that there's an unquestionable, and the unquestionable is that God has a plan for my life, and if I let him, we'll bring it to fruition. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But these ten people said, no, 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 no. And look what it, it says here. Uh, verse 27, it's true. This is a great land. It has honey, milk, etc., oh, yeah. etc. But nevertheless, oh, I hate when the nevertheless is used to, <laughs> to say this cannot be God's plan. Uh-huh. Verse 28, it says, uh, the people who lived in the land are strong. Mm-hmm. They're large. They're giants, etc., etc. So there's no way that we're going to win this battle. Uh, these guys are too big. They're strong. They're, they're giants, and we're like grasshoppers, and we – they – they view us the same way. We're just little pipsqueaks. There's no way we can win this. But Caleb and Joshua had another spirit. They believed that God had a plan for them and they would be successful. And verse 30 says, Then Caleb quieted the people before yeah. Moses and said, We should by all means go and take possession of it, for we will surely overcome it. God said we're going to overcome it, then yeah. we're going to overcome it. Now, he made this prediction not because he thought that they were such a great army or because he thought that the inhabitants of this land were small and weak and unable to defend themselves. Or that, you know, they had the strength to do this. He made this prediction. He made this bold statement simply because he trusted God's word. God said, I'm going to give it to you. Trust me, it is yours. And he said, all right. You've said it. I'm going to trust you. Let's go forward and and trust God. Let's take him at his word. He's delivered us from Egypt. Certainly, he's going to give us this land into our hands. We can trust him and move forward. But the people did not believe the two that believed in God's plan. They believed the other ten. So, they rebelled. And that's how we they eventually spent 40 years in the desert, one yeah. year per day of the spies in Canaan. And then we resume the story of Joshua in the book of Joshua, the one that bears his name, when now Moses has died and Joshua will get the great privilege of actually seeing his faith come to sight. Yeah, he's going to lead the children of Israel into this land. He's going to lead them in the taking of the land because God has promised it. This is going to happen. And the first thing we encounter is this pre-assurance that God gives him before he goes into the land. He tells him the outcome Um, Mm -hmm. on chapter one of Joshua, verse three. God says to him, every place on which the sole of your foot 
threads. I have given it to you <laughs> just as I spoke to Moses. So this yeah. is the outcome. You are going to own every little piece of land. Trust me when I tell you this. <laughs> you walk on it, it's yours. Yes. You, you can see it. You can touch it. It is yours. I'm giving it to you. And Joshua believes him. Yes, he believes him. And, and uh, what is wonderful is that God gives him three commands so that he will never yeah. question that the plan is successful. Mm-hmm. And they actually had the same command. It's just that they gain force as it goes. The first one is on verse 6. Yeah, verse 6, it says, Be strong and courageous, for you shall give this people possession of the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. So, Be strong and and, and courage. be courageous, strong yeah, and courageous. Because this is the outcome, it says, I will give you this possession. And then on the next verse, it's, it's almost uh, the, the very same command, but a little bit... Uh, if it's even stronger now, <laughs> yes. it says, only be strong and very courageous. <laughs> yes, very be, courageous. Be careful to do all the law which which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it. Yeah, and then at the end of verse 7, it says, so that you may have success wherever mm-hmm. you go. And then verse 9, the same command, just a little bit stronger. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. I command you now. Yes, do yes. not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Yeah, this is just a fantastic biography because many times I think we face the future. And, and of course, it's uncertain because we don't have uh, all the, the map that we would like yeah. to have of our own life. We, we don't. God has not actually revealed to us exactly how this coming year is going to turn out. Mm-hmm. He's not revealed to us exactly how our lives will turn out or whether we will conquer or whether we're going to have difficulties, but he still gives us the same command. Yeah, actually, he tells us yes. that he has a plan for our lives. He has a plan. You know, the other day I was speaking in a church, and this young man came to me, and he said, is it okay for me to ask God that he may give me an okay future and blessings and, and, and family? <laughs> is it okay, or am I being presumptuous? And I'm going, oh, let me tell you, there is a verse in the Bible that specifically says mm-hmm. that God has plans for you. Yeah. And it's Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, mm-hmm. I know the plans I have, I have for, for you, says the Lord. plans to prosper you. Yeah, and not to hurt you, plans of hope and a future. God has actually plans for us. We have that text uh, hanging on the wall in our house. Oh, really? God has a plan for your life. He has a plan for you, a plan to prosper you, not to hurt you. And God has a plan for you, and he's telling you, trust me. And ultimately, we do know how things turn out. We get salvation. Yes. We get eternity with our Savior. Yes, and He has a plan, and, and this is the unquestionable. Yes. Does God have a plan for me, or am I here on my own? No, you're not here on your own. You are not some cosmic accident. God planned for you in advance before your your mother and your daddy met each other, before your daddy had a twinkle in his eye. He planned for you, Elizabeth, and <laughs> He planned for you. If you're listening to our voices today, He has a plan for you now. You trust Him. Be strong and courageous, and He will see you through. He will work that plan out in your life. And if you were to face some judgment, during this coming year. Uh, Don't be like the 10 that said, see, the plan is not working. (laughs) No, no, no. It'd be like Joshua and Caleb that said, look, God said we will overcome. God said he has a plan and we are not going to question God's plan. God has a plan for me. God is not frightened by your giants. He scoffs at them because he knows the plans he has for you and he has the power to work that plan out. You trust him this year. God has a plan for your life. Be strong and courageous. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus101institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus101media. Until next time, live free.